Definitely. Today we have with us Vinay Nair from Nair Ventures based in Mumbai. Uh, Vinay, welcome to Series A podcast. Why don't we start? Hey, yeah. Why don't we start uh, right away? And uh, why don't you share with us how did you end up in VC? All right. So my journey is pretty interesting in a way because uh, initially when I completed my graduation, post-graduation, I came back to, uh, to Mumbai because I was pretty interested in this particular sector. I would say that uh, the Techstar Startup Weekend, which happened in my university, was one of the reasons which I got into startup segment. Otherwise, I would I was working with defense. I was getting into a very good, uh, you know, core engineering background. But uh, the being at the Startup Weekend and uh, being able to have one startup which uh, got funded and uh, you know in a short period of time, it was kind of game changing. So when I came back over here and I want I was keen to get back on the other side of the table and I tried applying to a lot of uh, venture capital firms in India. And I had a specific interest in the areas of FDI because uh, 2014, you had see, you saw a, a dynamics changing in the Indian government and uh, the new government coming in place and FDI relaxations and stuff, stuff like that happening. Uh, however, you know, uh, I was looking for internship and one of the advices I got at one of the interviews at one of the top most venture capital firms in India, the guy told me that if you have such a good, great idea and you're keen to do something which is different, right? Uh, why don't you start your, on your own? That was one of the best advisors. And uh, five years back, I took that decision and got into this. So that's how it started. So he was the GP of the fund? Yes, he was. Uh, and so what is the VC landscape in India? I mean, how many firms are there? Is it uh, an industry, a pretty big industry over there? Yes, see, Indian startup ecosystem is one of the largest ecosystem in the world. All right. Uh, and we have seen a considerable growth in the way uh, funds has been structured and uh, funds has been invested in this particular segment. We have seen great unicorns. Number of unicorns which have come from the Indian segment is pretty uh, commendable. In fact, uh, you see uh, companies like Amazon and uh, others finding it a difficult terrain to navigate with. Any business which comes to come and set up their own uh, foothold in India, they have to adopt. There's a lot of dynamics in, in the, into the ecosystem and the VC structure and the VC uh, ecosystem, which has been created, they are there as the people who are providing that kind of support. You know, For a foreign company, it is a good, great idea of understanding. And for Indian com- com- companies coming from uh, within India, they provide the kind of uh, you know natural look into the whole landscape, how things are being set up. Uh, I feel we have really great uh, people in this ecosystem who has been one of the main reasons why we have seen such a great successful ecosystem being built upon. All right. It has been also um, an ecosystem which has helped uh, government realize the potential of this market and make changes to the whole startup landscape. You saw 2019, the startup uh, uh, startup ecosystem getting support from Startup India uh, of the government and stuff like that. So that I think that is all enabled due to the current ecosystem which is created by the VCs, entrepreneurs and stuff like that. And we see a lot of people who are coming in this background from the experience, right? Uh, it's not just about fund management. They are passionate about uh, what they are building and they understand the current market. Uh, what are we going towards and what are the goals? So it's pretty much aligned. And that's a great thing to see, right? 
I would say it is very different to the Silicon Valley ecosystem, but yeah, whatever we have is the right way to take an approach over the, what we have at this point of time as a potential for the Indian market. So what is your thesis as a VC? Sorry? What is your thesis? Where do you invest? All right. So I, I have been evolving in that particular manner. Initially, uh, we have been focusing on early stage investments, right? Uh, so what we have been doing is that we took a bet or a lead investment into something which we understood very well. All right. And uh, enable that particular founder to go through all the aspects. So we used to be a real partner to that particular startup which we are investing into and working with them along the way to help them out. But now we have realized uh, that there are things which we can do, all right, which can build upon the ecosystem. So now what we do is we do an anchor investment and then go on acquiring uh, or uh, enabling investments into startups, which is part of our ecosystem. For example, uh, let's take an example. If I'm setting up a cloud kitchen business in India, then I'd go and invest into a startups which are service providers to kitchens, or it can be a technology platform. So, you know, we are building that ecosystem with the help of our startup partners. So that is what has been the new approach. All right. And then whichever startups or businesses are making great sense, we keep on uh, uh, investing again and helping them grow into that aspect and build the partnership. It's like everybody's uh, kind of helping each other in that particular investment cycle. And this is something of an approach which is, I think, going to help us grow as well as people into the ecosystem. And this is, I think, also the reason or uh, being developed because of the mistakes which we did in the past with our individual investments. Right. So that has been what we have been doing. Now, apart when we say that, we also think there are certain parameters. So if you look at uh, us, we also uh, suggest that there are certain 52 parameters based upon which we make a decision into investing or partnering with the organization. So that is something which is evolving and that is something which we update every year. So this January 17, we got a new feedback on which are the new parameters which will be in place. A lot of parameters have changed. So. Now in this particular cohort or this particular year, we'll be using those aspects to be uh, the main aspect to understand. And even pandemic is something which has made us realize a lot with respect to different areas of the uh, you know, startup um, engine, how it works and how it should be coping with different aspects of church. So let's see, that's how, well, that's what we are thinking right now. And I would say uh, this is a continuous evolving process, right? And uh, we adopt as per the requirement. What is the profile of your limited partners and how do you find them? All right. So um, this, is, uh, this is something which I need to uh, help understand. So we are uh, working as an investment promotion firm, right? We are an IPA. So what it happens is I invest on my own capacity, right? And once that investments are made, we will work on that business and build up that particular process. And then we bring additional uh, capital to that particular system via different investor VCs and stuff like that. So we don't really participate in that particular aspect. So therefore, it is more like a corporate venture fund, you would say, all right, uh, which is invested by a single entity or single person. And it is, the Nye Ventures is kind of managing it. We are looking forward to set up something like a, of uh, you know a limited partner or a fund in the uh, an alternate investment fund in the future but right now we are currently working in this particular model which is working for us so that's how it is set up so it is basically like you have a single limited partner yes so investments happen from our side right 
And once that investment is being built, uh, the company is working with that particular uh, startup in a partnership model. Later on, we bring external investors, but how it has been modeled, we are not routing the investments via us. It's completely upon them, how the investments happen and stuff like that. We'll co-invest with that particular area or we'll take our exit as simple as that. So at which stage do you invest in a startup? At early stage, uh, all right. So here again, the same ideology come into play. So, uh, when we are building, we are when we are making an anchor investment, all right, there are certain things which we require as part of that ecosystem. So instead of developing it ourselves, we are investing into a particular company. So therefore, it is an aspect like this is what we want. We'll find startups. We have certain partners in the form of uh, uh, players like Amazon, everyone who is helping, who understand our ecosystem and uh, gather the resources for us in the form of searching this kind of entities. And we make those investments. So in that particular time, it is a kind of a lead investment. We take around 25, 30% equity in that particular startup and provide them with the right investment at this point of time. All right. So it's very early stage investment. And then we together work on the product or product. And then we together go to take it to the market and make sure that it's at a particular growth stage where it, it is requirement required to have another round. So there is a time when we partner with other investors, bring them together and make another round of investment and take this story ahead. So what kind of money do you put in as a first investor? See, it varies uh, depending upon the stage. So we had two types of models, right? One is a one-shot investment, which is based upon how much investment is required to develop that particular uh, company to a particular growth stage. All right. Otherwise, we provide them with the right resources at the initial time. So a small investment is made, for example, uh, 50,000 US dollars or something like that. Uh, otherwise, a one-shot investments will be like half a million US dollars or up to one million US dollars. And uh, you said uh, you are doing this for five years uh, full time. Yes, as an investment, yes, that has been happening. So we have had uh, we started very traditionally, and uh, we got into startup ecosystem only in 2019-20. Uh, but investments in this particular model has been, private investments has been make, been made from the from the last four or five years now. Have you had any successful exits that you can share with yes, us? Yes, definitely. Yes, definitely. So initially, um, uh, I I'm not sure how much uh, you know about the Indian landscape, but we have companies like Wow Momos, right? So initially, in the early stages, we built our own brand of restaurants and businesses because we are focused on F&B sector. We worked on this kind of restaurants and expanded to a particular stage, brought the technology on board, brought the whole uh, uh, you know, operations process to uh, scale it up. And we got our first exit in that particular format. So that was pretty good. It was like a good 5x, 10x return. And that is the fund which we are currently engaging into the next round of investments as well. And how many investments are you currently in? Right now, we are looking to make around uh, six investments this year, 2021. Out of that, only one has been deployed. Uh, the rest of the investments are currently in the process. So we, right now, we are onboarding certain startups, right? And we will be working with them. And, and, and at any point of time, when we think that the right investment model has to be made, so we will do it at that point of time. So over this year, we have committed or we have taken on board at least six of them. Our target is around 10 startups. How do entrepreneurs? Two sectors actually. Okay. How, how do they find you? How do entrepreneurs find you? We have a direct. Uh, so every time I'm, uh, you know, uh, discussing or having an interview, I'm very vocal about the kind of startups which I'm looking to participate with. Apart from that, the community, uh, you know, 
all the co-investors, all the other VC firms, all the other partners with, that we are working with. It can be a lot of veterans, a lot of mentors. We also have, uh, you know, uh, programs with Atal Innovation Center. We also work with uh, the institutions like IITs. So all of this puts the word out on what kind of business that we are looking forward to work with. And this whole network itself helps us find this investment. And apart from that, we also have a team who is uh, working with different partners, like we have Amazon, and then we have FSX. These are companies which are also helping us, uh, you know, uh, reach out to certain uh, target startups. So they keep on sending us mandates. We look into them. We have our interview sections with them. And once we discuss and we understand, and we understand that is something which we can uh, take on board, it will fit into the ecosystem. We, uh, we start onboarding them. Uh, and then so once the onboarding process is completed, at any point of time, an investment is required, we'll make it. And are you doing syndicated deals with other VCs in your area? Not at this point of time, because uh, we have already done that in the past. Right now, right now, the focus is on investments. Uh, I think it will be uh, the next co-investment of syndicated deals will be happening when these startups which we are investing right now would be at uh, the next stage. So I would say a year or two years from now, we would look into that. So you mentioned it is your uh, funds that you are using to invest in uh, startups. So I suppose you are not using the 220 uh, model that most VC firms No, use. no, no. So actually this is what has been working for us and this is what we have been uh, using because this gives us a good actual control on the investment which we are making, right? And uh, this helps in helping us build what is required. So we look into Indian market as a great a place to uh, capitalize upon, all right. End of the day, I always tell I'm, I am a capitalist, not an entrepreneur, right? I understand which are the segments which are working well. And uh, we know which are the technologies that we can bring, which are the skills that are available in India that we can bring on board to be efficient in that particular process, right? And that is what we are using. And once we make our anchor investment, anchor investment is basically the main business which is being set up. I'll give an example. For example, if I'm Apple, you know, my anchor investment is Apple, then I'll go ahead and make an investment into Qualcomm or chip manufacturer or a factory in China. You know, these are the players who will be supporting the ecosystem and keeping a good control on this whole ecosystem so that we are able to control the process. The unit economics is in place and that's how it is working out. So what, it's a very different approach and that's what is working for us as well. What is the hottest sector in 2021? 2021, there are two sectors that we are starting with an anchor investment. One is the F&B sector, right? Uh, second one is gonna be uh, electric vehicles. We had one uh, anchor investment being made in 2020 into the co-working and co-living spaces, but due to the pandemic that got you know, sidetracked. But I believe that at the, at the right point, we'll be again looking into it because we have already uh, made certain investments in that section and maybe we'll be uh, looking at bringing those partners in. So there will be three mainly, or right now these two investments are happening. So February onwards, we'll make the FNB sector rolled out. We also do also recognize which are the partners who are going to be onboarded, which are the starters that we are going to be on, onboarding. That's already in process right now. And uh, we also know who are the investors who are interested in go, into going us in, in making a co-investment with us in the next stage. So all of that is figured in that particular area. EV is very challenging. I am, you know, I'm very vocal about finding the right startups. So I keep on telling me, I would like to see good um, offers coming and good startups coming. And we have 
you have checked a lot of profiles, but we were not able to find the right fit in that particular area. Uh, but once we do that, we'll definitely get into that because even Tesla is coming to India and it's very ripe. Time. We have caught some really good ideas, but uh, somewhere it doesn't fit into that whole parameters and uh, kind of investments which we want to make. Also, uh, not many startups are very comfortable uh, with a firm coming and taking a lead position on the investment. So that is another factor to be considered over here. And what about crypto projects? Uh, no, actually, uh, in 2018, uh, we worked a lot. Uh, we worked with certain governments. Uh, we've worked with uh, the government of India as well on certain projects, but it's very, um, uh, it's, it's not very lucrative as of now. We have one of our investments in DLT that's based at, out of Saudi Arabia. Apart from that, uh, as such, crypto is not a focus right now. But blockchain projects and something which is solving a bigger problem, we are very interested. In that, if a certain way a tokenization is being worked out in that particular model efficiently, We'll look into that, but within our ecosystem, we are not making an investment to an additional, uh, any ad additional players from outside the ecosystem. Are you using tools such as PitchBook or Crunchbase or something similar in order to source deals? Yes, Crunchbase, not for sourcing deals, but yes, we do use PitchBook. Uh, we do use Crunchbase. Uh, actually, we are working closely with the PitchBook team as well. Uh, to, uh, you know, do a research, reach out to certain people, but not as a research tool. Uh, I mean, not as a place to uh, resource deals. Uh, I, I don't think so that we have been using, we have ever used it for resourcing tools, but they are good sources. I would, I'm not, nothing against it, but we have uh, certain other players who are working with us. We have certain uh, relationship managers from other companies who are working with us and providing us those services. So therefore, we have never, you know, looked ourselves into that area. But maybe if like, as I told you, the example of EV, if that has become really difficult, maybe we'll start doing that as well. So when you invest in a company, Vinay, um, how do you help the entrepreneurs realize their vision besides the okay. money? Right. Okay, right. So this is a very long process. Now, as I explained to you, the 52 parameters that we have in place, how the 52 parameters comes in place is we do a research. All right. How do we do that? We conduct surveys with people from the ecosystem who are in this ecosystem for a very long time, veterans, you would say. We talk to them. We send them certain uh, uh, feedback questionnaire. And we return that it, this takes almost a couple of months to for this process to be completed. And our team were actually busy doing that in, in the last two months. And once we get that feedback, we adjust the parameters. So parameters are the same, but what has been prioritized is different, right? Based upon that parameters, we set up a questionnaire. Now this is long format questionnaire, which is given to any startup, which when they are onboarded. Now they have to go ahead and this questionnaire has all the type of different questions thing, asking them about uh, what is your focus? What are your plans? You know, every area like marketing operations, business development, whatever those areas are, we are covering everything. So it is like 80, 90 long format questions in very detailed questions, you know, questions after questions just been following up on uh, digging deeper and deeper into that. Uh, in fact, we get a lot of feedback saying that you made us think this is an idea which we didn't think about. So this thing's common, common place. Uh, we take almost seven days for us to get a response on back on this uh, questionnaire. We work with them in this period of time. And once that particular part is done, we almost get a clarity on how much they have fared with respect to their thought process and stuff like that. 
then it is upon building upon that initially we start by doing a one report one hand report understanding you know mapping the whole sector mapping the whole competition mapping the whole target market area understanding you know getting a clear picture of the whole industry in this process what happens is the uh, the team management team as well as us we have a clarity on what we are looking into now the good thing about the kushner and our ecosystem is that this are always matching with what our anchor investment and, and certain investments are going to be right and what happens is for example as i told you one example is like for example we are getting into kitchens cloud kitchens and stuff like that and then we have a technology uh, partner then we have a, a service provider all right so any particular company or any particular business that is onboarded with one of the startups they get obviously benefited by the other two right so it works like a whole package so it is easy for us to acquire the market right because you are working as a, a certain uh, partners of the ecosystem right so that is that is something which works out so coming on board for example uh, if there is a software then we have like thousand restaurants on board with us suddenly you are getting thousand customers right away right certain that kind of aspect is helping and this helps us boost the traction all right and that's also builds up the valuation of these startups in the long run and that's why this model is working for us and that's what we're doing this way and uh, before you onboard the company what kind of due diligence do you do uh we do a due diligence with respect to financials uh, personal background checks uh, then uh, all the parameters that we are putting in place uh, we do a background check on every aspect that they have been discussing uh we tend to look at aspects where they are not you know just going and doing uh, uh checking some report and getting back to us saying that quoting those reports we try to see whether those conditions or discussions are there in the market and this is enabled by the help of our parent organization which is also a research firm and therefore it's easy for us to conduct a due diligence with the help of that and then we have the legal team doing the background check and all those aspects and this happens with both the startup uh founders as well as the investors who are investing with us we do check uh, to check a lot on all these aspects we keep a tap on all these aspects what is your advice to entrepreneurs seeking funding for their projects seeking funding for the project from us or generally both okay with us <laughs> you will require a lot of patience because as i discuss all this uh, you know documentation paperwork it takes a lot of time we always get this question and like when are we uh, you know getting this whole clarity there's a lot of patience because data is important nowadays and uh, that is helping us to analyze, understand analyze what is the system and uh, therefore that is one thing apart from this uh, with respect to startups uh, who are generally looking for investments i think 2021 is a good opportunity for you to raise funds with respect to what happened in 2020 right the pandemic and the situation market has changed definitely all right the perspective has changed there will be new things coming up so you need to keep yourself in check on all the trends that are happening what people are talking right if you're talk- if you're looking at to understand the trends the people who are a part of the ecosystem who mm-hmm. are investing you should listen to them all right uh, because that gives you clarity on what they are thinking what is their thought process uh, follow their work understand and try to align yourself with those goals because somewhere all of these people are voicing what is the what is actually happening in the ecosystem it is very important for you to be aligned with that all right you have your thought about your product and understand that's a great thing to do and obviously that is required but at the same time you need to know that you should be aligned with what is happening in the ecosystem so that it matches you may have a great product unless until it doesn't really relate with what is happening in real time you won't be able to convince anyone 
it will be difficult to convince them someone on that to bring someone on your perspective so try to match on that aspect that's what i would say uh, is important or required at this point of time and that's what we actually do with respect to the parameters that we have as well we try to keep a check on that and your advice to an aspiring vc oh definitely um, think out of the box because uh, if this is a very challenging place and you need to be completely informed right uh, with respect to, it's not just about investing right it's also about investing um, with respect to the amount of frugality that is required because if you look at the startup ecosystem worldwide there's a lot of malpractices that has happened with respect to overvaluations with respect to um, you know uh, competitor acquisition and stuff like that uh, growing at a definite pace so all of this is building up some history and this history is something which you need to be aware of and second thing is uh, you need to be someone who is you has the vibe of the ecosystem uh, with you because uh, only then you are able to make the right amount of decisions right and uh, start small that's one of the biggest advice because there's a lot of learning uh, in this particular process so it will be good not to skip that particular process and it will be great uh, i mean i mean i really regret not being able to work with any particular firm because i had to learn in the hard way but it will be great if you uh, get a chance to work with some uh, some of the uh, stalwarts of the industry learn their process understand how they are doing it and then get into the ecosystem yes but how about uh, advice for fundraising about fundraising uh, with respect to uh, the current ecosystem uh, what exactly are you looking for i'm, I'm not able to understand like uh, what exactly do you uh, what, what kind of advice am i asking here uh, advice to an aspiring vc who mm-hmm. does not have the capital to invest his own capital who wants to raise a fund right so if that is the case uh, then in our ecosystem uh, network is important all right someone needs to know what you have done in the past right and therefore having that clean portfolio of your and presenting that is more important than anything else right second thing is trust and uh, personal relationships is working a lot uh, in this particular ecosystem having a business sense on how you're going to invest so having a proper exit plan i would say that will be something which is good to have with respect to uh, raising funds in the ecosystem right now Mm-hmm. and uh, did the pandemic affect your investing uh, process uh yes it did affect us our investing process also we had a lot of uh, a hard time uh, uh, helping our startups uh, figure out or navigate through the issues but it also helped us think out of the box and realize certain things which were not in our mindset before for example uh, we were targeting tier 1 markets Uh, with certain uh, startups of ours now we are focused on tier 2 markets where it is actually required the kind of technology that is already available in tier 1 markets so we have tier 2 tier 3 markets in india and areas where there is a good amount of uh, you know traction that can be developed and that is important to have not just start with the you know cities like bangalore mumbai delhi there is also cities like lucknow uh, kanpur raipur and other places which has exact same potential exact same spending power to get in there you know it will be easy for you to capture those pockets then comparing and fighting into the uh, already ex- existing and saturated markets mm-hmm. 
Yeah. What is the best way for somebody to find you uh, for advice or cooperation, Vinay? Uh, simple. We have uh, a chatbot on our website. You just uh, discuss. Uh, you can. You just tell your set your message. Uh, fix an appointment from there. As simple as that. And I'm always reachable on my email address, uh, which is mail at the vinay and mm-hmm. it's always available on the website as well. So just reach out to us on our website. We are always uh, vocal to help out and working out. I have a team which is very active. So at the end of the day, you will end up reaching out to me. So no problem. Very nice. Was there anything else you would like to share with us, with our audience? Um, I think we have a different process to what we are doing. And uh, thanks to you, we are able to educate more people regarding this. And uh, someone who wants to understand or come to us, I would suggest that you take some time know what we have done in the past and relate with what what the kind of process that we are putting in place and come approach us because that will be helping us both cut the lot of time discussing what we can do together and get into action much faster. And are you open to investments in other geographical areas? Uh, only one as of yet has happened uh, in Saudi. Apart from that, and that too, because a lot of uh, things came in place because there was the government involved in that particular project and the person involved is also a good friend of mine and uh, aspects such as that. Uh, but again, uh, with respect to the kind of investment that we are making, which is uh, backed right. by uh, follow-up investment stuff, like becomes very difficult for us to invest outside India. But if there is a right opportunity and we have the right partners on board, we will do that, of course. All right, man. Thank you very much for sharing your insights with us and catch you later. Yes. See you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.